Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind-the-scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on. All right, good people, sexy people, welcome to another uh, podcast episode of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, Jackson, and as always, thank you so much for taking time out and checking out the show. A couple of invitations, definitely go to youtube.com at Game On with Jack. Uh, you know, just got the handle this week, super excited, lots of shorts, lots of good uh playlists up there with quick tips and hacks and stuff for you guys to level up visit patreon.com slash game on jack subscribe to get your game on guide today new guides will be going up this week um so definitely it's a good time to jump in catch me over on the blog on game on with jack.wordpress.com and lastly on twitter at game on with jack is the handle so we'll love to have you guys show up there <coughs> excuse me and um you know appreciate the support as always um you guys are definitely blowing up the views and joining up and subscribing on youtube so i appreciate it a lot of posts um sorry a lot of polls going up on, under the community tab so give you a chance to give me some feedback on what it is that you like what it is you don't like what more you want to see on the show etc so Tonight's topic, real talk, how not to be that guy. And that guy, <laughs> what's it saying? If you don't know who that guy is, it's probably you. Like, that guy gets on my damn nerves. Um, I've met him in many iterations and, and, um, incarnations and, he might look different, he might talk different, might be from a different place, but each time he's the same fucking guy. And <laughs> that guy really annoys the hell out of me. And so let's jump into it. So who is that guy? Basically, in the group or between your friends, he's the asshole. He's the goofass. He's the one who makes your eyes roll. He's He's just that guy. You know, he's the guy that you invite because you feel sorry because nobody else invites him out. But then as soon as he comes out, you're like, oh, shit, this is why nobody else invites him. Like you, he's, he just doesn't fit in where he gets in. He usually likes to rag on people. Usually it's you. You know, he likes to make jokes at your expense. He likes to point out if you make mistakes. Like he's, he's just, he's an asshole. He's that guy. 
Uh, maybe he brags too much. Maybe he tells long stories about his successes. I mean, like all these things make him that guy. And he may not be a bad guy. Like he's not the guy that's out to like seriously screw you over or, or take your girl or, you know, get you fired, but he just, he's annoying as all hell. And, you know, it's one thing when you're annoying and you're six years old, but when you're 26, 36, 46, 56, 66, you should be past being annoying, but he still is because he's a fucking guy. He's that guy. So, um, what are some traits of being, of being that guy? Um, generally annoying. <laughs> a very, um, just gets under your skin, um, aggravating. Not confrontational. He's not like trying to fight anybody. But there's just something, you know, he, he gets, he takes pot shots. He takes jabs. He takes little, you know, any opportunity to, to laugh at your possible misfortunes, et cetera. Um, he's socially awkward. Like he will probably glom on to just talking to you, talking about you or another person. Usually it's a strong person in the group. Because they feel, you know, this could be a person that showed them kindness or attention, but they feel like safe and protected in a way that they can talk shit and be annoying as hell. So, you know, there's definitely that. They will often deliver jokes and cracks at the cool guy's expense. So whoever they think is the cool guy, that's probably you, player, let's be honest. Um... That guy is going to take opportunities to rip on you, to pull you down. And so much to a point that new people in the group are going to, may take you off the side and be like, what's that guy's problem? Like, why is, who, who is this guy? And you're like, he's that guy. And, you know, it's, it's really annoying. It's really, um, it's horribly aggravating. But those are his traits. And, what does he do? Well, he aggravates. He annoys. He, you know, he like, he'll insult you, but it won't be a direct way of insulting. He won't be like, you know, to your face, you suck or you're a dick. Or, I mean, he won't be, he won't be antagonistic. He won't be confrontational, but he is annoying. And he is aggravating. And you know, he, he, sometimes he's the guy that shows up late and he's inconsiderate, you know, especially if you're like telling the group like, Hey, well, let's hold on before we order because so-and-so's on his way and he doesn't show up for like another 45 minutes or something. Um, he brags, he boasts and it might be indirectly, he's not going to sit down and say, Oh, well, I drive this kind of car and it costs that much money, but he might just talk about his job in such a way that it seems illustrious and important. And he might, you know, name drop people or he might name drop vehicles. I mean, yeah. So in his own way, he brags and he boasts. And he also looks for opportunities to elevate himself via others. So let's go through some examples because unfortunately I, <laughs> I know lots of that guys and I have examples. So, um, you know, there's, there is a, I hate in a group 
or I do not like people who do not see do not see the misfortune in a, in a, a moment or an event. So here's for example, I was out of buddy, hadn't seen him in a while, and luckily my car will not allow me to lock my keys in the trunk. So I took off my jacket, threw it in there, closed the trunk, trunk popped right, right, ah, I can't, I can't talk. Trunk popped right open. I was like, oh shit, smart car, I love you. I can't, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, my keys are my jacket and the car won't let me lock my keys in. And he's like, oh, 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 wow, that would have really been kind of funny. And I'm thinking, dude, it wouldn't have been funny because I'd have had my keys locked in my car and that would have been a giant pain in the ass for me. Like, or I've seen times where like somebody, you know, you're out with your buddies and uh, maybe somebody moves their hand and knocks over the salt or their beer or whatever. And that guy is the one who's like, oh, Butterfingers, like it's that he's, he's that, he's that needle in your side. And, or like, um, I remember asking a guy to pass me salt because I like to salt my beer sometimes. And I reached for, and I'm like, hey man, can you pass me salt? And he's like, yeah. So I reached for the salt and he salts my hand. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, and this particular case, all the guy could do was just laugh. Like he thought it was hilarious. So these are just some samples, or I should say examples, of guys being that guy. Guys being impish, mischievous, but not even like cool mischievous, just like, just little dicks. It's <laughs> so annoying. Um, does the guy know he's that guy? Honestly, I'm not sure if he's that self-aware. Like, I think most most of those guys are aware that they're awkward. They are aware that they're, you know, called last to hang out if they're called at all, that they are kind of like, you know, begrudgingly invited. And they know that much. But I don't know if those guys know that they're those guys, that they are these annoying, awkward pains in the asses they have some self-awareness like they know you know they're not the cool guy in the group they know that they're they you know they might have their quirks but they don't realize that in their overcompensation for their quirks they are horribly undesirable to hang out with and you know they tend to tell like horrible jokes they tend to tell jokes at somebody's expense, like I said before, and they don't realize that that's not wanted. And I think they don't, they just do it as a reflex. Like in their head, they get nervous because they feel like they're supposed to say something and fill the air and they end up ragging on somebody and that person's like, what's your problem? So I know that that guy knows he's not the man. He's not the cool guy and it bothers him. Those guys want to be the cool kid, the cool guy, they want to have that limelight and they don't understand that, you know, usually the coolest person has fucking earned it by being decisive, protective, empathetic. Um, you know, the cool, the cool guy in the group is not like some arch type leather jacket wearing, you know, stoic monosyllabic leg guy. Hey, yeah. You know what I mean? He's usually the guy that is put in the work with the group. He's got anybody can talk to about anything. And he connects. 
and they don't understand that that's what makes him the cool guy, not whatever they envision, you know, some stupid movie cool guy to be. And that aggravates them. And at first it may seem like all of their efforts are to take the cool guy down. But in reality, they are trying to, they're trying to join this inner circle that they feel exists that they are not part of. And they only see the part of the inner circle where guys are kind of giving each other the shit, but they don't see the part where that circle is really formed on connectivity or connectedness between guys and between friends and people. So, you know, at the worst end of the spectrum, that guy is delusional and sees himself as life of the party. Like, you know, I knew a guy who was definitely that guy and he would do like handstands <laughs> for no fucking reason at a party and nobody knew why. Well, he was, he was seeking attention. So he couldn't just roll up into a group with a drink or with some food and just like quietly, you know, insert himself into the, into the moment and introduce himself when need be and just listen. I mean, he always had to feel like if there was no attention being directed at him, like he would almost turn invisible or some shit like that, you know, like he'd fade away. So he would just bust out and then doing like handstands and people were like, that is the weirdest fucking thing we've ever seen. He thought he was the life of the party and he's definitely that guy. And, you know, here we have that guy. And if that guy is annoying and he's insecure and he's a dick and people really want to beat his ass. And he may have some inkling of that. Why does he do it? Why is he that guy? Three reasons that I can, um, that I can point to. Number one, he's insecure. He, you know, usually those guys, the that guys don't have a lot of friends. So when they're out in a group, part of them is like looking to collect friends. And they feel like they can only collect friends by standing out from the crowd, getting laughs, getting attention. And in reality, they're getting attention, but it's negative attention. People are like, oh, who the fuck is that guy? So insecurity. Two, social awkwardness. They do not know how to be part of a conversation and not be talking. They don't know how to read the environment. They don't know how to read a group. They don't know when to joke, how to joke. Um, when to be serious, when to, um, when to empathize, when to sympathize, like they don't, they're awkward in social settings. So rather than just be quiet, you know, what's that saying? Rather than let the world, rather than open your mouth and let the world know you're a fool, stay quiet and let them, <laughs> something to that degree. Oh, it's better to stay quiet and be a fool than to open your mouth to the world and prove it. Um, they can't just be quiet. And the final reason that that guy is that guy is jealousy. You know, he is pissed because you're the cool guy or maybe, you know, somebody else is the cool guy in the group. And that guy tends to get all the laughs and the attention and and they're jealous. So they, you know, in kind of a passive aggressive kind of way, they make jokes and things to take that person down. A lot of it is more so a desire. This might be the fourth reason. A desire to join in with what they view as the group dynamic. Like, oh, everybody 
you know, David is talking, everybody's laughing with David. The way I get in with this is to insult David or tell a, uh, tell a story about David or make fun of David. And it's like, that's not going to make you part of the group with David because you're being a dick. If they took a step back through non awkward <laughs> lenses, they'd see that David is talking to everybody as much as they're talking to him. But, you know, they, they can't see that. So insecurity, social awkwardness, jealousy, and kind of a desire to belong. When is the guy that guy? When, when does he do his guy things? Um, normally in public, especially when he has an audience, you know, if he has a chance to embarrass or rag on or, or, you know, make fucking pot shot joke jokes at the cool guy or cool people in front of others, he will jump at it, especially if it's an environment where there's like, you know, a, an attractive waitress or bartender or maybe that guy, um, you know, maybe peers or or supervisors of the cool guy or cool guys, that guy will jump at the chance to be fucking embarrassing. And, you know, they love an audience because they feel like this is their chance to build like a social following in a way to get attention, to cultivate their own little pack or little circle. And in reality, they always are viewed as just being a goofass and they just don't see it. So let's say you realize that you're that guy and you realize you don't want to be that guy. Well, first of all, big ups to you um, that you realize you are the guy and you don't want to be the guy because being the guy is horrible. Okay. How to not be that guy. Um, that guy is rooted in insecurity deeply. It's why he makes everything about himself or why when he has a chance to take people down a peg, he will. So how do we battle insecurity? By being secure. And that is, you know, Taking a step back, looking at what you bring to the situation, looking at what you bring to this party or this outing or dinner or whatever, and being comfortable in your skin, being comfortable who you are. Um, <laughs> excuse me. You're trying to, you're trying to win a competition that doesn't exist. Nobody's competing with you. Nobody's competing with anybody in, you know, this little social setting. Just chill, man. Be secure. Uh, slow down. A lot of times that guy is in such a hurry to try and, you know, make an impression and, and be funny and, and, you know, have people say his name. Slow down. You know, one of the key ways to slow down in life is learn how to meditate. Meditate every day. That will slow you down in your life. So be secure. Meditate. Respect others. Like really listen to what people are telling you. Like I had, had a guy once who, you know, there was a story about me that he thought was hilarious where something stupid happened to me. And every fucking chance he had to tell this story, he would jump at it. And eventually I just told him, I said, look, man, I don't like that story. So I'd appreciate if you stop fucking telling it. And he just thought that was hilarious. But if he was emotionally intelligent and secure, he would have listened to what I was saying and respected it and said, hey, Jackson, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm never going to tell that story again. I thought it was funny. But I could see from, you know, your standpoint, you don't like it. I'll respect that. Won't tell it again. Um, you know, a lot of times that guy is in such a hurry to try and talk or tell a joke, whatever, 
especially at somebody's expense, if they think, oh, so-and-so can take it, everybody jokes with them, but not in the way you're joking, guy. So um, your jokes are going to come off more offensive and insulting. So you want to knock that shit off. And, you know, find people that you're hanging out with, find them interesting and dive into that. Like, I'm not saying interview everybody that you find interesting, but like, let them talk about them. Be secure in that. And that takes a lot of security to let people talk about themselves, but let them do it. Shit ain't about you. No monologues, no talking about how great you are and all this stuff. Just let people talk. Find them more interesting than yourself. Listen twice as much as you talk. If you can follow those steps, you will not be that guy for very long. You know, you'd be surprised. Like, boom, they'll be like, man, what's up with your boy? He's totally different. You won't be that guy. You'll be the guy that's like, oh, man, love this cat. Bring him around. Like, that's that's where you want to end up. Also, don't pull your buddy down. You know, that guy, he likes to insult and pull people down. Don't do that. Be on time. You know, you're not you're not the king of England. Shut the fuck up. Don't talk too much. Um, it's not about you, so don't give people monologues and talk about how great you are and blah, blah, blah. And ask questions and really, really sincerely listen. Don't wait to talk. Ask questions and really listen. Because ultimately, you don't want to be that guy because that guy sucks. He's annoying. He's not growing as a person. He's not leveling up as a man. And, you know, that's not what you're about. You're a player, and players are always evolving, always growing. That guy is stuck, and that guy is really terribly lonely. But a lot of it he's done to himself because he's just not a person that people want to be around. And that's not who you want to be. Now, how do you handle that guy if he's in your group? Well, unfortunately, that guy is typically not bright enough to or evolved enough to see the shit that he's causing. <laughs> he's just not getting it. You may have to just straight up confront him. You know, I knew uh, a guy once who was that guy and he would love to like give me shit and I was getting tired of it. And one day I'd say, dude, I really need you to shut the fuck up. I'm like, I don't come here to hang out and you're here and be like here the yuck fest. I don't want to be the butt of your jokes. I don't want to hear stories about me all the time when I'm around from you. You got to be point blank, and normally that will shut the guy up. Um, because the guy is not a bully necessarily, but he is—he's just terribly insecure and he's very awkward. And when they find a path to talk, to joke, usually it's, they latch on to somebody who they can kind of rag on. And somebody who they view as like social lubricant, like, oh, I can always tell stories about this person because, oh, oh, everybody gets a kick out of it. But they don't see when it's too much. They don't see when they're being annoying. They don't see when they're pissing people off or hurting somebody's feelings. They just don't see it because they're, they're just like emotionally immature. The best way to handle that guy is to just tell him direct. Just, I need you to stop doing that, man. You know, and if that doesn't work, stop inviting him. And if he's somebody's buddy, just tell him, look, I, I know he's your boy. I'm not trying to cause any issues, but I can't be around this guy because he pisses me off and I'm going to, I'm going to beat his ass. So be direct, 
you know, if you can't confront that guy, talk to his friend that keeps bringing him around and say, look, you know, I'm not trying to say me or him, but if we're going to be out and I know he's coming, I'm not showing up. Or, you know, if you can't avoid him that way, avoid him in the social setting. You can say hi and everything, but if you're telling a story, talk to the person right in front of you. If he tries to interject, like, hey, man, like, don't be rude. I'm talking to someone. So, like, if you point out his weird, awkward, rude tendencies in front of the group, that may shut him down. And, you know, like I said, avoid him because you're all to have a good time or a good day at work. Not deal with some fuck nut who's immature and thinks he's funnier than he really is. So that wraps up. <laughs> I thought everybody's like, Jackson, you really hate that guy. I don't hate that guy, but that guy annoys the shit out of me. And it's just like when you're going through tough times personally or professionally, or whatever, and you're out, you just want to be able to like, you know, I handpick my groups. If I'm looking to hang out in certain settings, I'm like, all right, I want to hit up this guy, this guy, and this guy. Because I know like this is what they like to do. You know, you got your bar buddies, your movie buddies, your ship club buddies, your your nightclub buddies, your, your you know, going to the gym buddies. I mean, you got certain people for certain situations. And you don't need somebody showing up who's just going to, like, throw off the vibe because they want to be a goof ass. Oh, man, by the way, if you guys have never had Uncle Nearest Whiskey, God, it's so good. You know, quick, quick off to the side tangent whatever so you guys know i love whiskey uncle nearest if i get the story right is the named after nearest green who was a former slave who taught jack daniels how to make whiskey and i believe he died right before the first bottle went to sale but you know that history came out recently jack daniels did the right thing and went back and labeled uncle nearest green as their first official master distiller i think he's the first african-american master distiller you know definitely for the company but maybe like in the country and his family wanted to keep his legacy alive with a brand of whiskey named after him so they came out with uncle nearest there's an uncle nearest 18 i'm gonna screw this up i think like 1856 and 1889 i don't know the difference it was hard to find before, but now uh, liquor stores have started to carry it. Go out there and find Uncle Nearest. I'm telling you this as a whiskey lover. I'm not getting any kickback, although yet it would be nice to get kickback from Uncle Nearest. Uh, but, you guys, it's smooth and it's good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely uh, swing by YouTube.com at Game On With Jack. Patreon.com, Game On With Jack. Subscribe to Game On. Guys, yeah, it's today. New one's coming up later on this week. Hit the blog, gameonwithjack.wordpress.com. You know, I want on the gram. I'm going to hit TikTok again. I got some new stuff to put up. Hope you guys like that. And last but not least, uh, Twitter, at gameonwithjack. Oh, and Facebook. Starting that back up. Uh, I'll put up posts, and I'll let you guys know where they are. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, um, you know, as always, stay keep it sexy. Game on. <laughs>